Hey, it's Chris Jones, co-host of the Jones Zone podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode. When it concludes, do us a favor and leave a review. Leaving a review is the fastest way to grow our audience, and we want to make sure we share this podcast with the most people possible. Also, for anyone that doesn't know, Brian and I own the Jones Zone real estate team. So if you're looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest in residential real estate in the Charlotte, Fort Mill, Rock Hill, York County area, hit us up. Call or text 803-810-2230. Lastly, not only do we use this podcast as a way to help promote local business owners and entrepreneurs, but Brian and I also own Jones Zone Marketing. If you're a small or medium-sized business looking for a way to generate more leads or looking to spruce up your marketing with videos, landing pages, sales funnels, membership sites, or more, hit us up at jonesonemarketing.club, C-L-U-B. All right, enjoy the show. It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast, your real estate advocates, community connectors, Chris Jones alongside... Brian Jones. Yes, and this is part three of our Real Estate 101 series. So we've had deciding to move, getting pre-qualified. We've had part two, which was preparing to buy and sell. And this is part three, where we talk about choosing an agent and hiring the right real estate agent for you. So, man, let's get into it, man. Okay, let's um, do it. What are some things that they should look for when hiring an agent, Chris? Well, you want someone that is skilled, someone that's experienced, someone that has a track record of success, and someone that has a good personality, man. Three to six months this might take if you're selling or buying a house. So you want to make sure that uh, you mesh well with, with the person that you're, you've aligned with yourself with. So um, let's talk about some of the different types of agencies, right? Let's do it. <laughs> And what I mean by that is the t- the type of uh, representation uh, that you can have in the firm. So there's local and national. So, so you know you have uh, some local brokerages. They might be smaller, mm-hmm. and then you also have some national ones, some of the big ones. There's not really. I don't think there's really an advantage to either one. Really, I mean. Unless you're, um, I, I don't even know what an advantage would be really, because the world is so small now with the internet and stuff. Like our brokerage is, even though we're national in Charlotte, we only have 50 agents, and we came from Keller Williams, and they had like a gazillion. Yeah. And uh, we sell homes just as fast. Right. We are on the internet just as much. Yeah. Uh, people know us just as well. And what, it, and what it is, those days are gone, man. People don't sign up for. The big brokerages, they don't sign up for any company. They sign up with a person. Yeah. They want to work. They should. Yeah, and exactly. It's And that's where it goes, where the real, the realtors, the real estate agents who are building a brand. Yeah. And that's the thing. So it's like you're going to work with the agent. You're not going to work with the company. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. And if you're buying or selling in our market, then you want somebody that works in our market. You don't really care about how global they are or they can do all that. No, I mean, if you're in... You know, in New York or L.A. and you're selling like, you know, $40 million house. Okay, yeah, you might want foreign people to take a look at it. But you don't need all that to, for, for the most part. Individual versus team. I mean, there's different structures. Um, you can be an individual agent where it's just you. Maybe you have an admin or, you know, someone that like a secretary or executive assistant or something like that. 
And then there's also like big, huge teams, you know, and um, that's something that you'll want to explore, see which one you feel is best. Because what people don't realize is that some of these big teams, you don't even work with the agent that you think you're going to work with. Okay. You know, they hire XYZ because they saw the billboard or whatever, and then they end up working with executive assistants or team people that aren't even who they thought they worked with. So make sure you're getting to work with who you think that you're going to work with. Our, our arrangement is pretty cool. It's a partnership. Right. It's just the two of us, but... Um, you know, we cover each other's backs. Just so. the two of us. <laughs> Basically. Unless we go on vacation together, which is really rare, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'll always have one of us. Um, so, yeah. So, local versus national, individual versus team versus partnership. You, know, you kind of want to do your research to see who what, we, what you feel is the best um, fit for you. And then we want to talk about different types of representation. So hiring an agent, they can represent you a, f a few different ways. There's exclusive agency, there's designated agency, and there's dual agency. So how we typically describe that is, let's say you hire the Jones Zone at Fathom Realty, okay? And you want to buy your property, and you've hired us. If the listing agent is with a different brokerage, Century 21, Keller Williams, Caldwell Banker, whoever, then that brokerage represents them and the Jones Zone of Fathom Realty represents you. And that's called exclusive agency, okay? There's also designated agency. And what designated agency is, let's say you've hired, you're a buyer, you've hired the Jones Zone real estate team at Fathom Realty. Now the listing that you wanna buy is also listed by an agent with Fathom Realty. So both agents are under Fathom Realty, but we've made an agreement that says we represent you and that agent represents them. We will not share information. We will not collude. We will not work together behind the scenes. You have representation and they have representation. We just happen to be under the same brokerage. That's designated agency. And then there's dual agency. So you're a buyer and you've hired the Jones Owner Real Estate Team at Fathom Realty to represent you. But the listing that you want to make an offer on is also represented by the Jones Zone real estate team at Fathom Realty. What do we do? What do you do? Can we represent both parties 100%? Legally, we are allowed to do that. Now, we don't do that just because we feel like we have to have somebody's best interest at heart. And we are going to take probably whoever we signed up with first or what we've done in the past, because this has happened, we just referred, it was a listing that we had. One of our buyers wanted to buy it. And so we referred them to a different agent and they had that agent represent them. So that's just the right thing to do, man. You can't really represent both fully. I don't think you can. Right. Yeah. Uh, legally, you're allowed to as long as you disclose that. But, but Get both parties' that. signatures and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. So those are the different types of agencies and the different types of agents that you can work with. Also, I, I kind of want to touch on for sale by owner, too, because okay. a lot of people are considering for sale by owner. Is that a smart move, do you think? It depends. There's a lot that goes into the transaction. You know, if you if you can afford an agent, I, I would I would hire an agent. Yeah, I would, too. So you made an interesting point about affording it. 
Yes. And I'm not the type of guy that says, you can't afford not to. Like, I'm not that right. kind of guy. But you, but there's a lot of things behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. And studies show that you get more for your yep. you, you get more for your buck. You'll get uh, 10% more usually. Um, you're still nine times out of 10, maybe nine and a half times out of 10, if you're doing it for sale by owner, you're still going to have to pay a buyer's agent. Yeah, and that's the thing that they don't really uh, think about. So you're still typically on average two and a half to three percent is going to go to the buyer's agent and you sell quicker sell quicker so you sell quicker you sell for more you're still paying some commissions but what i tell people is like especially in the sell quicker and sell for more like if you cost yourself three mortgage payments did you really save a bunch of money like exactly. depending on your price point um now i will be honest some for sale by owners if you've sold your house before and you're in a crazy hot market that you know maybe you can do it i'm not going to say that you can't but i would i would recommend always that you have someone covering your back if anything else it helps especially you if you're unfamiliar and you haven't done it yeah if you've never done it before then hire someone to walk you through it and but there's also a big liability aspect to it too so hire a brokerage to kind of alleviate some of that um liability and then walk you through the process and um, help get your household faster, quicker, and for more money. So that's part three, choosing the right agent. Stay tuned for part four uh, coming up soon, which is going under contract. All right, talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Jones Zone Podcast with Chris and Brian Jones. We'll catch you on the next episode.